Hello, and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be playing the overlord, Alistair Upperton. Hello, my name is Julia, and my pronouns are she, her. I will be playing Eve Sturgeon, the ogre class. Hello, my name is Sean, pronouns are he, him. I'm going to be playing Plank, the mascot. My name is Jane, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing Kit Bootstrap, the, or- the orc. Hi there, my name is Jonathan, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing the Outlander, Johan Falk. And this is Fellowship, Fall of the House of Upperton. On this episode, the Fellowship gets, well, fellowship with the town they just saved, and makes some bonds around the town. Plink and Johan investigate the drill, Eve joins the PTA, and Kit becomes a parent. This is episode 8, A Little Downtime. So, uh, who wants to give me a quick recap of what happened? Not looking at your notes. Oh. Just a real quick, like... Real quick recap. We had a barbecue. This saved the town. You know what? That is absolutely <laughs> correct. Yay, team! Hooray! Yay! Let's do a victory lap. So, you all saved the town, and after... You guys have been going pretty hard for the last uh, couple days uh, doing that. So, you guys have decided to recover at the town, um, and also... Uh, since you all have saved the town, the town has decided to uh, give you their fellowship. Basically, what this means is that if you guys have anything that's damaged, if your companions have anything that's damaged, and if you have gear that needs refreshing, go ahead and refresh it. Literally, anything that's marked off, like, it gets refreshed right now. Besides that, uh, we talked off off mic. Uh, you all are opted for the fellowship of cold, hard cash. Uh, you all now have permanently on your gear two uses of precious items apiece. Money, 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 money. Um, does anybody want to hold mine for me? Okay. Like, just it, it just kind of stays on you. Oh, yeah. You have armadillo treasure now. <laughs> That's not a thing. You have little saddlebags. Look, I've seen uh, the documentary The Road to El Dorado. Armadillo treasure is absolutely a thing. Uh, okay. You know what? You cited your source. I I, I got an argument. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I got to go along with it. Sources have been properly cited. So what we are doing now is we are in as the you will take about a week to be inside the town to recover. Uh, that is the length of time it would take for everybody to get better. Uh, this is considered a little downtime. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to just kind of go around the table and you guys uh, let me know what that you want to do with your downtime. Uh, I know that Julia had an idea, so Julia, if you can start us off. Uh, what is Eve doing on her downtime? Well, I figure... Eve is probably one of the early risers. She she tries to keep her slime, you know, form in in fairly decent condition. Um, so she would probably be up a little bit earlier. Um, but with the the realization that these children have gotten very attached to Kit, Eve is going to start reaching out to the mothers of these children and trying to get a jogging group together 
so that these moms can start getting fit. Because if these kids are going to follow Kit, maybe their parents should come along too. Okay. So Eve is basically going to start a, a, a mom's militia group. You're going to start a PTA. Yes. But with weapons. <laughs> I want, like, Eve is going to basically teach them to, like, go jogging with clubs so that they can get good with, like, melee weapons. Okay. My question to you about this, uh, this little mom's jogging club that you're making, uh, what made that harder than expected? What made it harder than expected is why would these cook, like, yeah, we just saved the town, but I'm also kind of not the most, like, average-looking creature that they've run across, and I also almost did destroy their town, so I had to work really hard to convince them that I'm trying to help. Because from their point of view, even if we did save them and destroy them, like, the miasma, I still did launch a bunch of fucking logs at their city. Mm -hmm. You are going about your business uh, making this PTA uh, Mom's militia. This mother's militia. The the, the two M's. So you're running into the the issue of uh, you not being your, your average lady. Yeah, like, the, I just don't fit in. I'm kind of like, I don't necessarily have the Karen haircut, and even if I, like, change my gelatin form to give myself one, they're still not going <laughs> to see me as one of their own. Okay. So, yeah, um, over the course of a week, you end up uh, forming a bond with these people. Um, at the end of it, um, you know what, I'm going to just go right for I'm just going to go right for it. You uh, form a bond with uh, Karen? Tra- Travis's mother, Karen. <laughs> All right, so Karen. So, so basically, uh, so she's just like, well then, Miss Eve Sturgeon, this has been an absolutely lovely time with uh, teaching us how to jog and be in better shape. Uh, the girls absolutely love it. Well, I'm so glad I could bring a little bit of, you know, fun and delight to your lives. It's nothing like a morning run, is there? No, not not at all, especially now that we've been a week off the cigarettes. Oh, yes, of course. you got to get them lungs back in shape after all them years of smoking. Yeah, yeah, we do. You know, thank you so much for all of this, but, you know, i got to say, you're, you're a lot better than I expected. Well, thank you. From a... Weird I'm going, lady. I'm going to just take that as a compliment, because I'm assuming you meant it as one. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Now, you're going to have to get me that lemon ball recipe, because Ethel is just going to go nuts until she gets a copy of it. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure to do that. You know what? We'll have plenty of time to talk about this. Yes, of course. Because I'm course. coming along with you. Yes, you all. That, that's... That's happening. That's I've, got, I've got to Don't. watch over my my little Travis. And if Kit asks, you already have a place to sleep. You already have a lean too. Okay. Yes, of course Just, I do. If Kit asks, you have a lean too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you now have. Uh, so, what is the bond with Karen? Karen knows that Eve always has her back. Okay. We are battle buddies. Okay. Karen has two stats, which are helicopter pan parent, and I'd like to talk to the manager. Oh, you know I'm going to use those so much. <laughs> no. I am 
I hate that that's unironically going to be so useful. <laughs> 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 just oh, the so next terrible. Upperton stooge we run across. Excuse gonna, me. He's just going to throw Karen at him. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, so who would like to go next? You know what? I'll go next because I have an idea. Okay. <laughs> so Kit has made friends with some of these little hooligans because, you know, they're roughly the same size. And Kit is going to go to the school and talk to all the kids about getting off the smokes. Okay. And Kit's going to dedicate time every morning to lecturing these kids about getting off the smokes. Now, let's be perfectly clear here. Is this a scared straight dare program? Or are you being like an inspirational speaker? Um, no, this is absolutely going to be a, a scared straight tales of dead cowboys what drank and smoked themselves to death. And then, like, it's going to be like, yeah, okay, so old Ted, old Ted. There was old Ted and regular sized Ted. And regular sized Ted, he didn't do the drinks, the, the smokes, and none of that. And he lived forever. He's so damn old. So I shouldn't swear in the schoolhouse. I'm sorry, school marm. He was very old, a real old man. No, other Ted, we call him old Ted, but that's because he died young. Because he got on the smokes and he got on the drinks. And when they autopsied old Ted, his liver was like a rock. That was his liver. Oh, that's audio. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> you don't want no rock liver. So you gotta get, and if you get on the smokes, I know you've been on the smokes. I saw you grabbing them off the ground. Yeah, you, 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 I saw you. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. After I bit that guy. You took all the smokes. After the frontier justice. Now, I know you want free stuff that has been earned. It's not free because you earned it. But there's some stuff you shouldn't take. And some of that is cigarettes because it's real bad for your insides. Okay. And your teeth. You got to have good, strong chompers and you don't have tusks. But you gotta have good, the rot your tusks and the rest of your teeths, and it's good to have strong teeths where you can't bite nobody. My question is, while that you're giving this scared straight out of, out of the cigarettes speech, someone in town didn't like that very much. Who was it? I'm gonna say it's the school marm. She was dating Big Tobacco. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Big T. See, I was expecting it to be Big T. Oh. No, he left. We oh, ran yeah. out of town. Yeah, he, 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 uh, he boot scooted. He got boot scooted. Um, the, uh, the school marm, uh, so Belinda looks to Kit and has, like, her arms crossed and, like, just kind of, like, has this really just big frown as that she's looking at one of her kids who's li- who's like looking to you um, with like the biggest, widest eyes and they're just very happy about this. Like, storytelling, this animated everything that you're doing. It's keeping their attention. But Belinda's just like, I can't believe you're listening to this orc felt, this orc sheriff. This is the absolute Worse, they have no respect for our culture. Our culture of growing tobacco. 
That is correct. I do not. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That is why I bit your boyfriend. And I would do it again, and I would have the children kick him and have him leave town again. I have no regrets. My name is Kit Bootstrap. (laughs) (laughs) No regrets, Bootstrap. There you go. Belinda will remember that as she walks out of the school. She takes her commemorative sexy Marlboro Man calendar off the wall and storms out of the school. No, no, no. No. She takes Big T's inflatable raft that she got with Big T points from from smoking that many cigarettes. A thing that you could totally get if you saved... You could totally get a commemorative Marlboro raft if you saved up enough Marlboro points. Was it in the shape of, like, a pack of Marlboros? Yeah. Yeah, it was. So she takes her raft with her, and she looks and goes, I'll remember that, and storms off out of town, leaving her child. Oh no. You can now form a bond with the child. (laughs) I'm a parent. (laughs) You're a parent. Uh, My question to you is, do you want this kid, Kyle, to have... (laughs) We have Kyle and Karen? Yes. (laughs) This kid, Kyle, to have the same stats as Travis... Because here's the thing, is that if you get three companions who have the same stats, once they turn into three, you can then turn them into a group. Ooh. And then if you get three groups, you can turn them into a gang. You, you can, if you, you get three gangs, you can turn them into an army. You're proposing that you're giving Kit Bootstrap... <laughs> a child army? Upstanding citizen, a swarm of children. Yes. That's exactly what I'm proposing happens. Now, that said, if you go for different stats... If you give Kyle different stats, you like could Walt give Hunter? him. You could give him monster energy, all right, and drywall <laughs> punching. So, so you could have a gang of children, or you could have actually just a Kyle. Do you want just a Kyle, or do you want a gang of children? Let's see, I could either start collecting different children, like Pokemon cards, like Pokemon. Or, see, starting a child army feels a little evil. Hmm. No, novel concept. So I like where you're going with this. I, I think I want to avoid working up towards an army of children, because I don't want child blood on my hands. So let's go with Kyle, the ultimate Kyle. Hey, uh, Kyle is going to have monster energy and... Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't want drywall punching. I think that's just. It, it's too specific. Call of Duty. <laughs> Kyle has a call to a duty. So. so I guess my bond with Kyle is that um, Kit is now his adopted parent. Yes. Because his he was abandoned by his mother. Your ward. You're like Batman. I'm like ah. Batman now. <laughs> I'm just or- collecting children. They need. Oh shit! They need ponchos. That's what made this hard. I couldn't give all the children ponchos. <laughs> Official deputy ponchos. No, they gotta work up the poncho. They gotta they gotta start with their little like neckerchief. Oh. And, then, and then you work up to poncho. Meanwhile, Ethel's just sitting there knitting all these little ponchos for these children. Alright. Who's next? Yo, I'll go next. Okay. I think Plank uh is going to be interested in uh, the hole that the drill was boring, and what, if anything, 
that was magically significant is down actually in the mountain. Okay. Uh, because what brought us here initially, if I'm remembering correctly, was I, was, I said, oh, magic. Mm-hmm. And it was in the mountain. So I'm going to go looking for that. You go down into the hole for the, uh, that the drill was boring into. Um, it takes the better part of a day to get down there. Who, if anyone, did you take down there with you? That's a good question. Um, oh, would anybody like to come? I'll go with you. Okay. Okay. So Johan will go down with you. Um, so you both, so it takes, like I said, the better part of a day to go down there. And eventually, um, you can feel, uh, you naturally feel the magic and you know that it is deep down in this hole. This thing is a, this thing is like basically it spirals down and down and down as the grooves of the drill basically wore, uh, uh, pathways into the, uh, into the, into the mountain. And as you guys go down further and further, um, you eventually come to the source of the the source of the magic, which is this large, massive like chunk of silver that was slowly being chipped away. Um, it took like it took that entire like drill in everything to like just kind of start chipping at it. This thing is very like dense and hard to. Uh, get even, like, little flakes off of. And yeah, you are right before the the chunk of magical silver. Weird. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was hoping to find other moats, but I kind of knew that wasn't likely. As um, Johan stands before this chunk of silver, um, he is going to walk up and put his hand against it. And if you don't mind, I would like to command more something interesting in here. Okay. The silver is hot to the touch. And not because it's been drilled on. It's just sort of releasing this sort of ambient heat. And um, Johan draws his sword, his Kriegsmesser. And it appears to be made out of the same material. Oh. It's worth mentioning at this point that one of my gear items is an unusual sword with the melee and precious tags. It has a true purpose that I can command more about when the time is right. Oh. Is the time right? No. Okay. Um, I'm just leaving a little nugget for later, because okay. I figure I should, I should establish this before we use it. Um, the other thing to note, Sean, is, is that since this is magic, which is kind of what the mascot's whole thing is, um, and you kind of don't have a culture to speak of right now, you could absolutely command lore about this, uh, this silver. Oh. So if you wanted there, like, I'm kind of, like, leaving, like, open-ended questions. So, like, if you wanted there to be a moat inside the chunk of silver, there absolutely could be. Um, I think, uh, what is going on here is kind of a, within this silver, and the reason it is resonating magically, is there is a, a point, even you know, below that, that kind of connects to where Plink is from. Uh, okay. So there, there is some bleed over, and that is where it's a ley line. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, the the silver just happens to 
be good at soaking up whatever it is that is kind of trickling out from this point. Um, yeah, that sounds great. Um, so I, I like that we've established that uh, certain materials will actually absorb magical energy. While Plink and Johan are down there, uh, Johan will uh, come to Plink, and um, my people call this the Phoenix's Tears. We harvest it very carefully. It takes a long time and a lot of work. My people call this the Phoenix Tears. Uh, we use it to create the weapons of the Phoenix Company. Uh, it's said that um, only one who has been chosen can wield these weapons effectively to unlock their true potential. Um, I firmly believe that legend. And I would like to form a bond with Plink, where uh, Johan has shared something secret with Plink. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. You guys can absolutely do that. Finally, uh, what does Johan do in their little bit of downtime? Um, I actually, that was basically the thing I wanted to do, which was establish mm-hmm. the sword. Um, so I'll let that run run for both of us. Um, I was curious about what was down in the hole. Okay. So I think I'm, I'm happy with that. I got a bond with Plink, and I got to establish some of the lore of my people, so. Okay. Okay, yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, so, um, as part of a little downtime, at the end of it, um, I get to ha- I get to dictate a scene to you all. Um, so we, the camera kind of swings. We do a, we do a really cool PowerPoint, like fade out, fade in. <laughs> Star wipe. Star wipe the Flanders. <laughs> and uh, we go back over, we go to Alistair Upperton's uh, airship, his dirigible that is no longer over New Vespia, but is actually flying out towards the desert, uh, close to where the, you all, getting closer and closer to where the, uh, the group is. Uh, they are moving towards the uh, directly in the uh, towards the uh, the orc settlement, uh, the the major one where the the, uh, the heart of ingenuity is, and there, Alistair Upperton comes out of his workshop, uh, sweat on his brow as he wipes it away from uh, using too much of his own energy to do something and stomping out behind him it easily double his height is a massive android with uh, a burning blade in or I'm sorry, with a sh- sharp like uh, like razor edge sharp uh, blade in one hand and a burning shield in the other and it stands behind him and Alistair looks over to him and just goes, Huh. Well, I didn't think that my, these plans were going to take so long, but with Solana up north subjugating that old Kringle fool, it's time to have you, my new general, come out and help me on the field. Let's see if that my plans can, can work to dealing with those pesky orcs and taking all of their creativity. 
Yes, sir. I cannot wait to test out my form that you have given me. Excellent. It's so good to hear someone who isn't trying to be a dick half the time whenever I'm monologuing. Well then, so, well then, take your killbots, go ahead of the dirigible, and show the orcs exactly what General Patton can do. Oh, oh. boom! I'm sorry, it was my fault. <laughs> so, uh, I have an idea for the name of the big orc settlement. Okay. It's New Orc City. Because there was Orc... No, 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 no. Because was, there was Orc City, but it got destroyed in the world's largest bar fight. <laughs> and it was absolutely leveled. These puns. I actually didn't intend to make a pun. It was just the dumbest name I could think of was New Orc City. Because Orc City got destroyed in a, a big bar fight. But not Newark? No, n- no. No, you're you're killing me. You're you're all collectively murdering my soul. <laughs> but keep going. It's fine. it's fine though. You know, if you if you one one of General Patton's abilities is clearly going to be copyright infringement. Um, but yeah, out in the desert there are orcish ruins. Uh, it's just, it's a ghost town now. Okay. Of uh, a giant, massive settlement. Um, where there was once vibrant life and wor- you know people working and raising families and. This giant bar brawl just spread out of control because if orcs love nothing more than making, it is destroying. Because you've got to, it's a cycle. Yeah. Um, it's the cycle of creativity. And so the cycle got a little out of control and everyone destroyed the city and then they rebuilt New New Orc City. You're gonna just keep calling it New Orc. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) It paid strong. That is fine. All right, so that is a little bit of downtime. Uh, as the oh, I do. Sorry, I do have a question. Oh uh, yeah, when we leveled up um, after last session, uh, I was able to pick up some gear from someone, but I realize I have no explanation for why I have that gear, as it is a little out of place. One of the children finds it. Amazing. It to you. So it's a child-sized jetpack. Yes. Which okay. means it's a regular-sized jetpack that Kit. Probably just work magic into working. Yeah, probably. I love the idea that when it fires off, instead of shooting planes, it shoots silly string. <laughs> I like the idea that it shoots both. <laughs> yeah. I thought you said bones for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uncooked macaroni noises. <laughs> okay. So that is the little bit of downtime. I have revealed a little bit of the Overlord's plans. Um, as it, you all are decide, getting ready to head out from uh, the town, uh, Steve comes over. No. No. I love Steve. I we all don't. Oh, I do. He's, I like Steve. He's fine. He's, he's, he's a nice boy. Steve comes over and he's just like, well, hey there, everyone. We just finished. Uh, we just finished up in the old uh, think tank, and we made the uh, made the decision uh, for a new mayor. You got in charge, so I'm going to be coming with you. And uh, the entire town has also decided to get together. And uh, well, we're going to start selling merch. So you all now are going to get royalties. Oh, so uh, 
Here are your credit cards. Oh, wait. Well, oh, different kind of royalty. I was about to be like, honey, you don't want to put that on another type of slogan. That's that's what that's how the the, the lake slogans went almost extinct. Nope, nope, nope. Not gonna not gonna go have you go extinct. It's just these little cards here. Uh, you you're gonna be able to trade them with uh, trade them for money and stuff. Kid's gonna take the card, and chomp on it like they're checking if it's, it's wobbly. It's not gold. You want to correct? This is a new uh, this is a new thing that uh, well, my old boss. Decided to come up with, and don't worry, since it, he's more or less conquered the world, he it trades everywhere. <laughs> Basically, you guys get two two uses. Upper card. It's everywhere you want to be. Why? The upper. Card. Why are you helping? <laughs> the upper card is everywhere you want to be. No, it's Upperton Express. I can't. I can't for students. I'm, I'm guilty as well. Or Masterton. The Masterton card. Alistair Express. Ooh, Alistair Express. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that makes me think of AliExpress. <laughs> okay, we can figure out. You you all can call him whatever you want, as long as we know that you basically have two, two Ali Bank. <laughs> Upper no. Bank. Listen, as someone who has a diner's club card, it's just a diner's club card. Trust me. That's all you need. Oh, well, aren't you fancy with your <laughs> diner's club card? Oh, you can make hotel reservations for work! It's true. You can go to IHOP and put it on the company cards. I mean, you can leave a big fat tip for that nice waitress because the government's paying for it today. Oh, I want government subsidized pancakes. Right? Hey, Alistair. Okay, listen. The one and only time I ever got to go out and have my company pay for it was when I was working for a gas station that will remain unnamed. And I won my regional beverage competition where I made a beverage so good, they put me on a train and sent me three hours north to compete against other people in the company to win cash prizes for making a beverage. So they took us out to dinner and they were like, don't worry about it. Order whatever you want. It's on the company said, I will take two steaks, two T-bones, one to go. And I will take two cheesecakes, one to go. And then I'll have a beer and a side of green beans. Thank you. And the company paid for all of it. By the way, I left with four grand from that thing. Because I just... And a, co- and a co- comedically sized check. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I oh. did. I did get a comedically sized money, check. Money is better when it's distributed via comically large I've checks. I've always wanted a comedy sized check. That's what I, I like on my bucket list. I will show you the pictures later, but I had to travel on a train with that thing. It's pretty good. Oh, taste the beverage. <laughs> like trying to like load your luggage onto a train is one thing, but then I'm like also walking with a giant fucking poster board check. Something about I don't know, like gas station uh, like beverage competition mixology uh, in- innovations. Is- it was chocolate, hazelnut, and caramel with coffee as a blended drink, and I called it the turtle. Huh? Fair enough. It's not pretty good. No so one at corporate had thought of it. Yeah, so you guys now have two uses of Precious uh, on your gear. That refreshes any time you all recover. Next up is you guys are... You guys go down the mountain and head to the train. It, it is You do not require a long journey to do this. You guys already did the long journey up. You don't need to do it back down. So, you all get down there, and it takes a little bit to find the train, because as you all remember, Frida hid the train. 
Yeah. I love her. <laughs> uh, once it, you see, once she sees you, uh, she gets up off of, out of her, like, beach chair and, like, giant umbrella and, like, get, goes over to you all and just goes, well, howdy there. Did, uh, did y'all get that horse to drink up the mountain? Frida? Yeah. How much coffee have you had? All of it. We're gonna need to refuel. You didn't drink the fuel, did you? No. Uh, what kind of fuel do you need? Coffee. No, no, I mean for the train. You're taking a nap. No, no, no. You can't You can't drive train. I drive train. That's fine. We can drive in the morning after you've slept. No, no. We gotta get going. There's been a lot of opportunity activity going uh, out that Frida, way. I want you to meet Greta. And Karen. And... Yeah, you got a lot of friends. Steve. And this is Kyle and Travis. Wow, you guys made a lot of friends. I'm a parent now. <laughs> kids of... Kids of... Amazing. Can't, can't, couldn't ask for a better parent. Yeah. So anyway, um... Do y'all have tickets? Like, for them? Because, uh... Ticket deputy's been kind of... Well, well, a few people tried to get on the train to repair it. And they didn't have tickets. So he's just been kind of like throwing them away. Um, do I need to have a little chat with him again? No, they, they were they were Upperton uh, employed, so he's been doing his job. I have this. Okay, thank you, Johan. Johan is going to go up to, um, what was the name of the robot? It wasn't Ticketron, was it? Oh my god. It, was, it, it, it certainly name. wasn't Satisfactron. <laughs> it wasn't Satisfactron. It, it was, was like Ed 209 or... I just have him as security bot because I have a bond with him. Okay, it was Tick like... Tick Ed 209. Tick it was something. Yeah. No. Uh, oh no, this is the one that took your mustache. It is. Ticket deputy. I would like to purchase some tickets with my Upperton Club card. Ticket. Johan, you don't have to do that. You live here in the lean-tos, please. I would like to purchase tickets for my friends. Tickets are your friends on official on, on official business? Yes. Please. Of course. Tickets. Then they don't have to worry about coming into here without uh without tickets. If they're your friends, you own the car. Please. Oh, that was easier than I thought. Well then, um, don't throw these people off the train. Tickets will do, please. Oh yeah, don't worry, I've been teaching this little jackalope here how to talk. I think that after that he... He might have killed someone, and I think that he then learned the sanctity of life and has started to... Uh, has Dynamite! No! <laughs> No, not not dynamite. <laughs> Sean is on the table. <laughs> I'm just imagining the ticket robot crouched over some like poor middle manager who's balding and has a toothbrush mustache. Watches the white leave his own. <laughs> Sean is currently broken. Are you on the floor, 
my dear. I'm good. He is on the floor. You're okay, bud. <laughs> Just, like, just cradling this middle brother <laughs> in his arms. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh all right. <clears throat> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I love this train. I get to say weird words and make you all laugh. Okay. Every single time you guys are on the train. And, and not every time we're on the train. It's every time we deal with the fucking robot. So, I have a question. Yes. Does Tick Ed 209 gain a, uh, a new stat now that he knows the sanctity of life? Uh, yes. Uh, his new stat is, uh, his new, his new stat is, uh, soulful. Because there, there might be the, 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 the light of a soul in there soon. Oh no. Law zero. Want <laughs> a bond with the robot? Yeah, that's yours. Yeah. Well, do you remember what my bond is with that robot? He's your enemy. He wants to beat you. He's my rival. Yeah. He's my Gary Oak. Yeah, that's why he's been throwing people. Trying to beat you in a throwing competition. Oh no! No, it says he wants to be the one to defeat me, not well, not right, out not out right, muscle me. Right, but he has to he has to know that he's on the same level as you first. Can you, you all have gotten everybody onto the train. The train is good to go. Where? All right, then, gang. So, uh, which watering hole are we going to? I believe Kit's the one that's directing us this time. I was going to say something, but I forgot what it was. Kit, where we had? Do you know how? You know the way, right? Yeah. We gotta go. Because we learned that that some bitch, that Kyle, Travis, don't you use those words. That some bitch is going after the heart of ingenuity. That's real important to orcs. It's 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 very complicated. It's an orc thing. There's a, there's a trash fire and, and art, and it's it's just a whole real big old deal. There's sparkly stars, and now it's under New Orc City because Old Orc City. Well, it was just Orc City, but it's also Old Orc City because it got destroyed in that big that brawl. Hell, brawl! House of Frontier Justice. I'll tell you what. Hell of a brawl. The things that were smashed in that brawl. You would not believe the things that were smashed in that brawl. Was it was it their city that was smashed? A whole... Frida. So, Frida, Frida. we yeah. gotta go to New York City and save the orcs. Okay. Yeah, don't worry, I can get that done. Uh, I'm sure that there... I, uh, I, I know how far the train can get us there. Uh, it's not gonna get us uh, directly into New York, into New York City, but... Uh, I can get us as close as possible. That's probably good, because we don't want to go in, like too far in. Because mm-hmm. someone might try to make something out of the train. Right. Especially big orcs, because they like big stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be like, oh, hell, look at that. Travis, Kyle, don't you use that word. Look at that. They're going to be like, hell, look at that train. That's a big-ass train. They're going to take it, and they're going to make something. Probably going to be real nice, but they're going to they're gonna take it. So, 
It sounds like that we are going to go from where we are now into a long journey. Thank you all so much for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you enjoyed what you heard, why not give us a like, subscribe to the channel on your podcast app of choice, leave a comment, or even a review. It may be a small thing to you, but it helps us in the continued fight against the algorithm. You can follow us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost, on Facebook at A Pair of Dice Lost Podcasting, and hey, if you like the old fashioned email, why not send a question into, you guessed it, A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. Our theme song for this campaign is Behind the Sword by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2017 under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I think you and me just had a moment. So let's form a bond so we can both roll with hope.